What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Trained Podcast. I am your host every day, and as always, Jared Hamilton. It's a pleasure meeting you if we have not had the honor of uh, meeting each other. So yeah, what's up? I hope you're doing well. I hope your day has been phenomenal. So today, let's get right into it today. I want to talk to you about these. Let's see how many there are there. One, two, three, four, five, six. These six things that should not be a deal breaker for you with all this fat loss stuff. So give me, let me give you a little bit of context. You have things in life that are deal breakers and that are not. Okay. Uh, like a little bit ways back, I did a podcast on the six, like on like six deal breakers or however many it was. It was like uh, extreme diets. That's a deal breaker. Um, ultra restrictive diets. That's a deal breaker. Um, eliminating certain food, like eliminating entire foods or food groups from your diet. That's a deal breaker. Um, th- th- that kind of stuff. Well, we're going the other direction with this one. We're talking about the six things that should not be a deal breaker for you that usually are for most people. All right. Like one of these six things come into play and it's like, Oh, deal breaker. We're done. Versus these, these are irrelevant to that, or it it doesn't matter. That should be irrelevant. These things should be. So I want you to, you may have to listen to this episode again. You, uh, if you're not driving, you should pull on a pen and piece of paper uh, and write some of these down because these are big. And this might, I just feel like this is going to hit home with somebody because I mean, let's think about it. Let's like, what is a deal breaker? All right. Like, let's say, um, your, I'm trying to think, let's say like, like, let's say your kid, like we, like, let's say you you parents out there, let's say your kid says something smart alecky to you and you're like, you got to pick your battles or let's say your kid's just being stupid and like you pick your battles. Right. But then there's those deal breaker things. Like if your kid like kills your cat, like, okay, we got to talk about that. We we might need to go see some counseling. Or let's say, um, I don't know, <clears throat> I'm thinking of another one. Let's say your like dog attacks your family. Like that's probably a deal breaker. We got to take care of that versus like your dog barking at the mailman. It's on a different level, right? We, we You have to have deal breakers. Um, if you haven't listened to that other podcast episode of um, the deal breakers for fat loss or the diet deal breakers, whichever it's called, you should go listen to it. But like you have to have, like we all have these deal breakers in our lives for like, let's say you're in a relationship and like, you, you know, you guys are going to argue and, you know, you'll squabble and where do you want to eat at? I don't care. Okay. Let's go eat it. Like this steakhouse. Well, I don't want that steakhouse. Like that, that's not a deal breaker. That's just normal couples shit. But like, let's say your partner is abusive or controlling or cheats on you. Like those are deal breakers, like, right. Or they should be at least. But here's the thing. These six things I'm about to list for you, for most people, they're deal breakers. You know, like, like let's say like you, you get into dieting and you're just not motivated. Oh, deal breaker. I'm not motivated. I'm not going to the gym. I'm not eating right. No, that should not be a deal breaker. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. So let's get into it. Uh, I'm going to list off these six for you, and then we're going to get into each one. All right. So things that should not be a deal breaker for you. Number one, lack of convenience. Number two, life needs to slow down. Number three, boredom. Number four, not motivated or inspired. Number five, things being perfect. Number six, not seeing results. Okay, so if you want the cliff notes of the episode, that's it. You could just stop right there, but I suggest listening to this whole thing. So here's the thing. Let's go back to the first one. Lack of convenience. 
this is too many people let this be an issue. Like just because things aren't convenient, it's like, oh no, I must not, not be meant to be. Where it's like, let's say, um, uh, let's say your schedule is packed and you've got to get workouts in a little bit later or a little bit earlier. Oh, well, it's not convenient, so I'm not gonna do it. Like, no, 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 that's not a thing. You needed like that's lack of convenience should not be a deal breaker. Too many people like it's crazy what people will do out of uh, out of lack of convenience for like some stuff, but not with others. Shoot, you have the Super Bowl on, and people will spend way too much money, take all this time off work, and have this big ass party and do all these crazy things for like the Super Bowl. But you know, if someone wants to lose 50, 60, 70 pounds and look better and feel better and live longer, you know, spend a little bit more time getting better groceries and you know, taking a little bit of time out of the day, a little bit less Netflix, Facebook time and going working out like, and it's like, Oh my gosh, but it should, but it shouldn't be like that. Lack of convenience cannot be an, a, a, a deal breaker for you because you break the convenience uh, side of things all the time with bullshit that doesn't matter. Right? Like think, shoot, think about like all the stuff you do. That's not convenient for stuff that doesn't matter. Okay. So, with stuff that's a big enough deal, like your health and your, you know, the, the, the reasons why you're trying to get in shape and lose the fat and get strong and things like that, you can't let lack of convenience be a deal breaker. Okay. Going to the gym is not convenient. Dieting is not convenient. Um, counting and tracking calories is not convenient, but you know, it's, it all comes down to, do you really want what you say you want? Okay. Uh, and this is another big one. This should not be a deal breaker for you. Life needs to slow down. That is the biggest load of fucking horse shit I've ever heard. Here's why. Too many people are waiting till life. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that. Like, I was, shoot, I was on a coaching call today. I had some. Uh, I had someone on a coaching call today, and they were talking about wanting they have all these reasons why they want to get in shape and get healthy and change their life, but they're waiting for life to slow down. But, like, life's never going to slow down, ever. Let's say you're going through a crazy period of time. Like, let's say work is nuts right now. Okay, well, what happened? So let's say work is nuts. And as soon as work slows down, you're like, it, something else is going to come up. Someone's going to get sick. Uh, you're going to get crazy with work again. You're going to get fired or whatever the case is. Life never slows down. So instead of being on the... Um, instead of being on the defense where you're just like, you know, reacting to life, like, oh, well, this is bit, life is crazy. I can't get after my goals. Life is crazy. I'm not going to do what I have to do. Oh, this is nuts. I'm not going to do what I need to do versus you need to be like, no, I'm going to do this and life can fucking suck it up. And I'm going to do this regardless because it's all about what's important to you. Think about all the bullshit that you spend your time doing and money doing that. It doesn't matter what life is going to do. It's like the Super Bowl again. You probably watch the Super Bowl and wear your favorite jersey, but it doesn't matter about any work meetings or kids going to places like you still take time to set aside for the Super Bowl. Or let's say, how many hours of Netflix do you watch a night? How many hours are you on Facebook a night? You know, but you're not like, well, life needs to slow down. Like, no, it's not how that works. Okay. Life is never going to slow down because here's the thing. You waiting till life slows down is setting you up for horrendous habits later on. Because let's, let me paint you a little picture. What happens if you're like, you know what? Work is crazy. I'm pulling overtime. Kids are about out of school. I'm just going to wait till life slows down to start. Okay. And then let's say life slows down and you like get in your groove of fitness, but then life's going to get hellaciously hectic. Are you going to stop? 
well, that was a big fucking waste. Like, what's the point? Versus you're going to have to, you're going to have to face your crazy life head on. All right. You have to learn to face this shit head on. I mean, otherwise it goes back to other areas of your life. What happens when, you know, you're a parent and work gets crazy. You're not going to like, oh, okay, kids, I'm not going to fix you food and raise you and parent you because life's crazy. I'll wait till it slows down. Like, that's not how that works. Or let's throw on the inverse. What happens if, um, you know, kids are sick and in school and you're going to football games and ballet practices and then work is like, oh, we need your, you to come in early and extra overtime. It's mandatory. You're not going to tell your boss, well, my kid's stuff is crazy right now. So let's wait till life. I'm going to wait till life slows down. Like, no, you're going to get fucking fired if you do that. So don't let that excuse be okay for fitness. You, one thing you'll notice with all this stuff You'll let all this stuff be fine for everything else but fitness and fat loss. I've yet to understand why people make this exclusion for fitness and fat loss. Because here's the thing. I'm not trying to force you to get to your goals. I'm not trying to, you know, drag you to your goals. You're the one who has these goals. You're the one that says, oh, I can't. I'm trying to lose weight. You're the one that says, I hate the way I look and feel. You're the one that says, I am not in a place I'm happy with. That's the problem. Too many people whine, bitch, and complain about where they're at, but they don't want to act to, to get out of it. I'm talking to the people who are unhappy with where their situation is. If you're happy with where your situation is, chances are, number you're not going to listen to this podcast um, if you're happy with where your shit's at. And number two, then you're fine. If you're happy with where things are at, then keep doing what you're doing. But I'm talking to the people who are unhappy with where they're at. That's why this has to change. Number three, boredom. Here's the way, here's, here's the harsh reality, especially the more weight you have to lose. You're going to get into some super fucking monotonous behavior. All right. Too often people, especially people who have a lot of weight to lose, they get bored eating the same calorie intake, going to the gym three days a week, doing the same program for the next four weeks or, uh, you know, all this stuff going on the same walk every day. But here's the thing. If boredom is going to be a deal breaker for you, you're fucked. Like legitimately, that's how this fitness and fat loss game goes is we're changing a couple habits, then being consistent as fuck with it for the next six to eight months, right? Think about if you, let's, let's say you're pretty overweight. Let's say you have a lot to lose, you know, not talking shit, not being disrespectful. Like, let's just say you have a lot of weight to lose. You know how long you had to do the bad habits to get to where you're at right now. Let's say you're 80 pounds overweight, which if you're 80 pounds overweight and listen to this podcast, I'm fucking proud of you. Like that, like it's hard to change patterns. And the fact that you're willing and listening to me talk right now, hoping to find a gold nugget to change, I'm super stoked for you and have the utmost faith you can do this. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here right now. Cause my content, to be honest, is pretty offensive um, and it's not for everybody. So the fact that you're listening to this, trying to find a gold nugget from me, I'm I'm thank you for that. Um, and you can do it. You know, I just had someone message me the other tonight talking about how unprofessional I am and how uh, I'm a businessman and I shouldn't talk the way I do. Well, that's okay. They still follow me and absorb my content. That's fine. <laughs> but, but that's the thing is, if you if you're pretty overweight, you've got a lot of weight to lose. You've been done the monotonous behaviors of overeating and undermoving and making all these bad decisions for the past year and a half, at least, ish, somewhere around then, right? So to get you out of that situation, you're going to get bored. They're like, I have a, I have a, one of the ladies I coach right now, 
Uh, she's pretty overweight. She's got a, a decent amount of weight to lose and she's seeing crazy progress. Legitimately, this lady is like, she's probably 80 pounds overweight and she is in her fifties and she literally just, and she's, her clothes are getting baggy as fuck. She's losing inches on inches on inches. She's literally so about to have to go buy a whole new wardrobe and she's getting strong as shit. She's like deadlifting. She, she has pulled like 205 off the ground on a deadlift the other day. She loves deadlifts and squats. So we're doing a lot of those. She, she's getting strong as hell. So she's getting strong as hell and she's about to have to go buy a brand new wardrobe because she's losing so much body fat while eating a pretty good amount of food still pretty good situation. Nope. She's starting to get bored and she's like trying and she's like, yeah, Jared, you should go look up how, you know, study more how older women, you know, it's harder for them to lose weight. I'm like, why you're losing just fine. Well, it's harder for us. I'm like, you're proving that wrong right now. And this is what a lot of people do is they get ahead and then like, it's the whole concept of why fix what's not broken. If you're losing weight, eating a lot of food, rock that milk it. And for as long as you can, too many people are trying to like, they get bored. So they want to fix stuff. Whereas that's, that's dumb. Don't do that. Imagine if you have a money-making machine in front of you, it just legally prints out money, but let's say it gives you a thousand dollars a day. Pretty dope. But let's say there's a, uh, let, let's say it gives you a thousand dollars a day, but let's say you're not like a technical person at all, but you're like, you know what? I wonder if I can bust that thing open, take it apart, ramp it up to where it prints out $2,000 a day. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to fuck it up and break your your toy that just is giving you a thousand dollars a day. Too many people do this with their fitness. Things are going right. Great. Things are going perfect, but they're like, no, I need to change stuff. And then they try to change it. You know, like they're losing weight at, you know, eating 2,500 calories. And they're like, you know what? I need to go to 2000. Like why you're, you're losing weight at 20, 2,500. Well, I just feel like I should. No, don't. So that shouldn't be a deal breaker for you. I've seen people just quit straight quit. They're literally like just getting bored and they quit entirely. So don't do that. Number one, two, three, four on things that should not be a deal breaker for you. Not motivated or inspired. This is a huge one. Get asked all the time, Jared. How do you get so? How do you get motivated? I'm not motivated to go do my to go work out or to eat right. I fell off the wagon because I'm not motivated. Here's the problem: you're relying on it. Like motivation is the most garbage fucking thing to rely on because uh, it's fickle. It comes and it goes as it pleases, and you cannot rely on it. Right? Imagine if you only went to work when you were fired up and motivated and excited to go to work. You'd be fired, right? Imagine for those of you who have kids. Imagine if you only parented when you were feeling good and merit parent and felt like parenting and were motivated to parent. Whereas I know there's days you guys get up and you are like, "Why do I have to be a parent today?" Okay. Imagine if that happened. If you only parented the days you're fired up and emotionally sound to parent, your kids would fucking starve to death and go walk off a cliff, right? Uh, what's another one? Imagine like for those of you with a partner. A spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Imagine like there's days that I'm sure you wake up and you're like, you guys are fighting or something where you're just not so, you're not a big, you just, you love your, your spouse or partner, but you're not a big fan of them. You're just like, things aren't that great. You don't just go and cheat on them because you're not motivated or inspired to be with them. If you do, you're a piece of shit and you should, and that's, that's horrible. <laughs> that's so sorry. We're getting off topic with that one. That's uh that's not this kind of podcast. 
you know, but, but think about it, all these other areas. Imagine if like, like, shoot, I'm rarely ever motivated or inspired to feed my dogs, but what happens if I don't, they're going to fucking die. And I don't, and I'm, that's not okay. It's if these guys notice the, all this stuff, we let this stuff. It's okay for other areas of our life. It's not convenient to go to work or to have kids or to have pets. You know, we don't wait for life to slow down for work, for pets, for kids. You know, I'm sure you get bored at your job. I'm sure you're not motivated or inspired at your job every day, all this stuff. And it's okay. You still go do what you have to do. But the problem is when it comes to fitness and fat loss, everyone lets this stuff be deal breakers. So you cannot wait till you're only, you cannot wait till you're motivated or inspired to do shit. Last two, to wait till things are perfect. Too many people are waiting until they have the perfect nutrition plan, the perfect coach, the perfect program, the perfect everything. Whereas if you wait till everything is perfect, you're never going to act. Perfection is the lowest. Uh, this was a big smack in the face when the first time I heard it. Perfection is the lowest level standard. Think about that. Perfection is the lowest level standard that you could come up with because you know it's impossible to reach. So you just don't, you know, to me, people are like, Oh, I'm going to wait till things are perfect to start my business. That's fucking stupid. Thank you. I'm gonna wait till things are perfect before I go to the gym. I'm gonna wait till things are perfect before well, that's, that's fucking bullshit. Even like, think about this podcast. Imagine it's my podcast. Isn't perfect. Like, but, but imagine what would happen if I didn't, if I, if I waited till I had the perfect setup for podcasting, I started my podcast on my fucking phone. Didn't even use a mic. You know, I don't even like put a description with these. I don't like do all this other stuff that I could do be, I probably should be doing or whatever, but I'm like, no, I have to get content out. I have to help people. I have to get this information out and boom, I did it. But imagine you, if you're listening to this, chances are you're finding value in it. That's why you're listening. But imagine if I waited till things were perfect to start in my pot, to start my podcast or start my coaching business or start my Instagram page. Think about it. So stop waiting until things are perfect. Just don't let things being perfect be a deal breaker for you. The last one, this is huge, not seeing results. Unfortunately, too many people act like a fucking toddler that didn't get their way when they don't see results. Think about it. What happens when, when like you got a little toddler that wants a cookie and he's like trying to get a cookie and you're like, no, little Billy, you can't have a cookie. Well, I didn't want the cookie anyway and throws a fucking hissy fit. What happens when people don't see results? They're like dieting, 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 working out, working out, working out, working out. And then they don't see results in like eight days. And they're like, I knew this wasn't worth it. And then they go eat like a fucking savage asshole and quit the gym and cancel the membership. Do those situations not sound a little bit alike? Like, come on. That's the problem. To me, I made a post on, on Instagram and, and Twitter about this today that your physical results are always late showing up. You're going to have to do so much fucking work on the front end with zero results before things start to show up later. Because to be completely honest with you, you right now, the results that you have right now that you're unhappy with, it's what you did six months ago, right? To be completely frank. If you're overweight and unhappy with where you're at right now, it's not because of what you did last week. It's because of what you did six months ago. Okay. To, but but then people are like, well, I'm not shredded in eight days. I started my program. And it's been like two months and I'm not where I want to be. Okay. And like that's, you, you have to get the proper expectations. 
too often people will use not seeing results as a deal breaker and they quit versus like, no, this game is going to be hard. This game isn't going to be easy where let's say you're doing everything right and just the results aren't coming. If this is a fucking strategy game, that's why people hire guys like me. Legitimately, that's why people like I that's why I exist. Cause I'm the one like with my coaching clients, I'm the one that's doing all the strategy work. I'm the one that's ta- doing all the programming. I'm the one that's designing the plans. I'm the one that's designing nutrition. I'm the one watching progress metrics. And then I adjust things on my end. So my clients literally show up and just act every day. They follow the plan every day and they act. And then I take care of the rest. Cause if they follow up and do what's on the piece of paper, they get results period end of story because I'm the one designing everything. But here's the thing. They have to be showing up every single, every single week, every single day. See what I mean? But to me, people use not seeing results as a deal breaker. Whereas no, that just means you got to be more strategic. You got to make sure you're consistent enough and all the the stuff I talk about. But that's the, that's the big six guys. Those are the big things that most people um, use as deal breakers. That should not be lack of convenience. The fact that they think life needs to slow down boredom, not motivated or inspired, things having to be perfect and not seeing results. Whereas those are the, like, you cannot use those as deal breakers. That's fucking bullshit. Like literally you just can't just think about it for every other, logically think about it for every other area of your life. Nothing. You don't wait for anything to be convenient. You don't wait for, you know, your kid's stuff to, till life slows down. You don't wait till things are perfect. You don't wait till all this other stuff. So quit making exemptions for your fat loss goals with these crazy big reasons driving it that you say that you're saying, just sit all that aside, do what you have to do, regardless of the results, regardless of emotion, regardless of anything that you know is going to change your situation. And that's it. Okay. I'm sorry if this episode is a little bit harsh, but I'm just, I I love you, but I'm not here to rah rah you. I'm not here to just like, you can do it. Let's go. I'm not, that's not who I am. That's not like, I'm I'm about, I'm the biggest person that's going to, uh, send you positive vibes and, um, and encourage you, but I'm, I'm not your rah rah guy. I'm here to teach you and give you the exact tactical information you need to completely fucking change your situation. Okay. I'm not here to just rah rah you and woo woo you and you know, that's it. And then you just feel good about yourself. Like that's not it. I'm here to show you how to change your situation and dominate with what you're trying to do. Okay. So if you made it this far, I appreciate it. Um, if any of that stuff did sound appealing to you, please let me know. I'd love to know if you got any value from this. Um, if you can do me a huge favor and rank and review this podcast and share it with a friend. So if you're listening to it on iTunes, definitely give me a star ranking and, and leave a, uh, a review. If you haven't done so already, it helps a ton, but also if you got value out of this, share it with a friend. That's the one thing I ask. I don't, I don't charge for this. I'm giving you like copious amounts of free information and I don't even put paid ads on here. So just share it with a friend and mean a ton to me. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening. I love you. I will talk to you later.